0: All right, boom. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, B-Fan Podcast, and as always, thank you for giving me your time. Today, I'm here with...
1: Quanda Grace.
0: And give us a little background on you, give us... What's your uh, elevator pitch? What's your introduction?
1: Oh, that's pretty good. So my name is Quanda, middle initial R, last name Graves, but I'm also known as author and poet and businesswoman until uh, I own a business called QS Simple Treasures and Greetings LLC, which simply means I'm just a poet with products. Wow. Right? So um, QS Simple Treasures and Greetings is just me. I'm um, doing uplifting and encouraging and inspiring and motivating through any creative medium I see fit. Yeah. Plus, it's a part of the writer's lifestyle. Mm. So I love to write. I love greeting cards. I love paper, pens, all of that kind of stuff. So it's really like my own world. I'm creating like kind of like my own Hallmark. Right. Right? Yeah. So that is who I
0: am. So how did, how did you get into this, the poems and writing and reading and stuff?
1: Well, um, that's kind of a long story, but we'll summarize it. I have always loved writing. Yeah. Uh, from elementary school, my mother kept all of my report cards. And if you read them all, they basically said the same thing <laughs> by different teachers. It's like she loves to write. She has a knack for writing, a gift for writing, talks too much, but also. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's when I got to Yeah, talks
1: too much, but, um, and then has a compassion for others. Yeah. Um, so writing has been something that I love. And what sparked it was, um, you're young enough to have this. You remember when they had book uh, book fairs at school. Yes, I remember. Oh, so my mother gave Jesus. me money and that was the first time I got to attend a first book fair at the yeah. elementary school. And I came across this book called Round the Corner by the Bank Street Reader Group. Wow. Um, and that book, I would say, I would say it actually changed my life. I still have the book to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the first book. I had Mary Poppins and Mother Goose and all these books, right? Mm-hmm. But this was the first book that ever... Um, was comprising of short stories, poems, little pieces, little essays, wow. little like pieces of notes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was six. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when I grow up, I'm going to do a book like this. Yeah. Right? And I knew that writing was my thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Then as I got older, um, I did actually create a book like that, but mm-hmm. it was a children's book. I never published it, but I still have it. Right. And it's still... A mixture of everything. Okay. But because I was older, I was able to add a couple of attributes yeah. that that book didn't have. <laughs> but that has still been my inspiration to this day. So then when I finally decided to first publish, which was in 2014, mm-hmm. my book I Just Want to Write, this book, I did it the same format. Essays, food for thought pieces, poems that go with each oh, essays. Yes. you know, little notes, something to take with you. Mm-hmm. And um, it's written in three transitions. The first one is just telling you who I am, how I got started. Mm-hmm. The second was about, like, how I felt like a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know how you're doing something? It's all about you in a way in your head, right? But I didn't know that there were other poets I didn't know anything about that, and so when I started entering into the poetry world, I felt like I was such a late bloomer, because oh. everybody knew all this stuff, and I didn't. Yeah. I just really knew poetry from my heart. In mm-hmm. um, school, you know, they give you little bits and pieces, but I've been writing poetry since I was like 10, Right. Right. So, and then the third one is all about wordplay and fun, like the pen and pencil are having the pen and paper are having conversations with each other. Uh Um, The paper writes a poem about herself to introduce herself to people and how she feels about herself. Yeah, things of that nature. Okay, that's, that's beautiful. And then I was a rapper at one point. Wow. Loved it, but <laughs> the religious part of my mother she kept me from like really just pursuing it, and I was like this
0: close. Yeah, I get it.
1: Um, but um, no poetry went over writing poetry, and now I'm a like journalist and for the California Crusader newspaper, I write poetry, I write essays. I won an essay contest like in 2020 because yeah. I finally got a chance to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's really how it all emerged.
0: That's beautiful. Oh, thank yeah. you. No problem. <laughs> and how do you use a uh, How do you use these poems and stuff to express your emotions through the pen and paper?
1: Oh, Without pen and paper, let's just say I can't breathe. I get it. That is, to put things on paper for me Mm -hmm. is for me to review, to see what I've done, to see myself. Yeah. So I can see what I've done, how I can become a better person how I even approach the situation, I know next time to approach it better. Yeah. Like, I can put things into words for myself yeah. that really does analyze me. Mm-hmm. I can see myself. It's, it's almost like mirroring myself.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. And yes. I, I use writing a lot for reflection. Like Yes. And um, you
1: have to reflect. I mean, if you have any is- kind of conscience and you care about being, like, a viable, beautiful a wonderful human being yes. that's trying to be upstanding mm-hmm. and i say trying because there's everything in the world trying to make you not that yeah. right just like you'll get caught up in situations and it makes it seem like you are not that person but that that situation does not define you it's everything up until and then how you bounce back from that situation right that's what writing does for me in every aspect
0: that's beautiful because um and another thing about writing for me is uh it makes you immortal
1: yeah because once you write I it, talk about Yes, because yes. when you're gone, this was left long after. you can't
0: go anywhere. No, you live forever, the, right? That's, <laughs> and that's the only way to become immortal. And and that's why I made this podcast so I can become immortal. That's right, in my own way. And um, I think a lot of people get scared at the fact that if they pick up the pen and paper, they're gonna say, "Oh, well, I don't know what to write." But really, it it's no proper structure to writing, and you <laughs> should just um.
1: That comes later, just right? Just put
0: it down and just let it flow. That's and it. It'll structure itself. Self. The pen, the right, whatever it wants. You want to. The more you think about it, is the harder that it gets. But the more that you just go and go and go, it progressively gets better.
1: There's a poem in there called "Drunken Spill."
0: Do you know about heart?
1: Um, do I know about it? <laughs> When I refill my pen with ink, I'm allowing it to drink. And every now and then, my pen gets drunk off the ink and stagger and stumble all over the sheet and throw up my sensitive feels, my emotional ills, my sickly, soulful, drunken spills, which gives the, po- po- which gives the voice to the page to speak. Drunk that, and spilled. That was beautiful. Thank I, you. <laughs> I messed up around the end, but because I hadn't done it in a long time, but drunk and spilled. That's but
0: what that, it does. That's and that's like relatable if anybody wants to uh, replay it and re-listen to it. But that's just <laughs> beautiful. It gets everything out of you, and I feel like um um using pa- pen and paper as a means of expression is uh, way easier than talking to people because some people. They're afraid to talk or get their feelings out to another human being. But if you think about it, you are another human being within yourself. So sure. writing it down is basically talking to yourself, getting it out. I feel like as long as we get out the negative insides, then we'll be fine. We yes. don't always have to express it to somebody else or have it validated by somebody else. Yes. We can validate our own feelings. Actually, that's
1: how I started. Um, When I would be like if our families was arguing and everything mm-hmm. and I wasn't allowed really to speak. Mm-hmm. I started writing notes and letters and leaving them around the house for them to find, mm-hmm. and that's um, that's another poem in here called "How Do I Begin," yeah. and, it, and it and it it steps by step, mm-hmm. um, like my family seeing the letter, like who wrote this, right. and then they're like, oh, it's Kwanda. like, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's that was the beginning of my voice being on paper first mm-hmm. before I was becoming very vocal. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: yeah, and it's like, um, uh, where were we? We were.
1: You were just talking about getting it out. You yeah, have just to have getting like it a,
0: out. Yeah. Yeah, and just that's one of the best things possible. In the world. Yeah. And you feel so free. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, he's, you get this it's this, weight that's lifted off of you. Oh, my God. And If you use it right, God, that's exactly how you all, feel. And you feel free. You yes. Know, free spirit. And it, it correlates directly with reading. Reading and writing are two of the most important things that we can ever do. You know? Austin,
1: awesome, I wish I could give people to appreciate it and understand <laughs> it the way you're saying it yeah. right now. It really is important.
0: Yeah, and um and it seems boring at first, but that's because when you read you're using your brain, which is a muscle. Mm-hmm. and once you work that muscle, it gets tired, so you'll get tired. But the more consistent you stay at reading, you you don't have to read a book in a week. No. You can try a book in a month, a book in two months. But Pieces. as long as you're going through and chopping away at it, it'll get finished. So five to 10 pages a day is all you need just to have your brain working in that way. And that's how I was talking about with Ms. Um, with Dr. Stephanie, mm-hmm. the neuro- the neurological pathways that you can rebuild and build. Because once you turn a certain age, I want to say it's about once you turn an uh, age between 25 and 30, Thirty. Yep. it's harder to uh, build these neurological pathways. Also, it has a lot possible. to do
1: with habits. Too, I'm right? Go ahead. Yeah, it has a lot to do with habits, right? Like you get lazy, mm-hmm. you don't want to, yeah. right? And then and then when you get around like twenty five thirty, even after that, pushing yourself is a little different if yeah. you don't have a goal or a purpose that you're trying to. Mm-hmm. So you don't build the muscle because you have bad habits yeah. and you don't want to do this right. kind of stuff. And yes. then
0: you say, Oh, I'm grown, so yeah. I don't have to do
1: that. <laughs> exactly
0: I'm grown. You lean on
1: the I'm grown, yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yes. need anybody's do reviews. I don't, I don't do care. I don't
1: like to read like that. <laughs> right. Because I'm not a voracious reader and chapters kill me. Yeah. I cannot. <laughs> that whole chapter
0: one and chapter, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, Lord, you what are you read. ever
1: done? <laughs> this book, I promise you, it doesn't have any chapters. That's beautiful. But when you go on Amazon and you read the reviews, they'll say it has great flow. Mm
0: hmm. Because
1: I wanted the book to just flow on through. I didn't want no chapter one. This mm-hmm. ain't no chapter two. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: And you can just pick it up and put it down whenever you would. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, um, let's dive deeper into the purpose part. Okay. What do you feel like your purpose is? I know it's reading and writing, but how did you discover that outside of just being able to do it? What made you say, well, this is something that I want to focus on primarily. And I feel like without it, I'm just nobody.
1: Um, well. Actually, I never felt like I was just nobody. Right. For some reason, I always felt like I was someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it comes from the self-esteem that I was raised with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always knew that even if I'm not something big in the world, I'm something.
0: I'm something. something in the world. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but... My, I didn't necessarily, I always felt like writing was my purpose, right? right? Writing is my purpose, writing's my purpose. And I still feel that way. Mm-hmm. But as I've grown, I understand that we can have more than one purpose. A right. lot of people get stuck on one. One trick right? ponies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and what I've learned is that... Um, this sounds kind of crazy saying it out of my mouth, but mm-hmm. to my understanding, one of my purposes is being there for my friends and my people and family and just people in general and to bring joy Right. because apparently I'm like really funny and <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> so um, I think my purpose is just being me and letting the Lord use that however he chooses, mm-hmm. um, which is bringing joy, bringing right. happiness and um, providing encouragement. I want people to always be encouraged when they come across me. I want to be positively contagious at every way, shape, or form in any way possible. Yes. That's my thing.
0: Yeah. And oh. then um, the religious part. How do you use uh, religion in your everyday life?
1: Um, well, not necessarily religion. Uh Okay, so my background is Christianity. Okay, I'm um, listening. Pentecostal, mm-hmm. right? Um, but really, to be honest, the way my mother has raised me is spending time with the Lord.
0: Right. right. I just
1: spend time with Him, and people say, how do you do that? I pray a lot. I read my Bible a lot. Does this mean I'm a perfect human being? No, because I have things that I need to work on, and I have things that I am a constant work in progress on. Constantly right? improving. Um, But as far as that, how that is used in my everyday life, the Lord um, Uplifts me in my spirit, Mm -hmm. which allows me to be my better self, which allows me to output all of the positive energy that I have in me. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I come across anybody Mm -hmm. there, they can always say that they had a pleasant experience. I'm not saying I'm not a villain in somebody's story because situations do occur. Uh Um, But for the most part. Uh, at Marshall, I won the Luminary uh, Award. Go into that. What's that? Um, that is somebody who uplifts and encourages people. I
0: got okay. Keep going, <laughs> but I got it. I got an award like that from school. I was gonna wear the pendant. Oh my god! The, uh, at graduation, I got the Leadership Award for the school. Nice. Yeah, and then congratulations. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. And like in the middle, it was. Uh, contemplative in action award oh wow And basically it was an award that was stating um someone who's able to uh produce in sports academics and then just be an overall high five man (laughs) thank you it can be an overall great person without the school and build a connection with faculty and staff among Uh, the students Austin that's beautiful yeah so yeah keep going into your yeah award. so it was
1: a, I wasn't expecting it this, yeah. I work here That's you not... know what I mean I wasn't expecting it at all and you know people were like because it came with a monetary gift yeah right and I actually wrote like a a, a small disquisition on LinkedIn about it mm-hmm. um, because I was very shocked I actually received that award when I was in the hospital taking care of a family member okay and so one of my friends texted me one of my like closest friends Tonisha uh, she um, hit me up and she was like hey so all of a sudden you're not around when somebody's trying to give you I was like what's happening like I didn't know what's happening so I checked in my like email and I'm like oh my god like my peers see me this Mm -hmm. way I was floored yeah and I was more floored at how they saw me than me getting the monetary gift and the plaque Mm -hmm. does that make sense I'm appreciative and I'm grateful I get that but I'm just saying like wow that's how y'all see me I'm I'm so grateful because we don't know no and then isn't it a joy that was one of my biggest joy Austin you want to know I want to know that you work hard to be, um, to convey who you really are, mm-hmm. and you're seen for who you really are. Yes, you're, there is yeah. no misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So people know that you're genuine. They know exactly who you are, and so that just floored me yeah. to the point where I had to write like this little small say uh-huh. um, about it, like letting people know you don't have to be anybody else, but just yourself. Be you.
0: And that Someone will the, see you. The good and bad. And bad. Comes with. it Just, does. It, it, it but embrace flows. it though. Yeah, and it's like um, things we don't really grasp in our head is that people see us different than we see ourselves, regardless of what how we perceive everything going exactly. on. Exactly. So we can have a good character, but we can be going through a bad time, time in our life. Oh my god! And people will will think that people are seeing us as a uh, this bad person. We're so bad spirited because we feel down, but. Really, they looking at you like,
1: how come on, champ. Yeah. You know how can we help? How can yeah. we help? Because
0: we're so used to seeing you have this good character, this uplifted spirit. What can we give you to they help? They can't
1: man? take it when we down. That's right? huh? you know really, they, they be like, "What's wrong? Yeah, you they, ever seen that? Yeah. Like, you ever come there somewhere, and they be like, Austin, what's wrong? Yeah. Why you not smiling? What's you usually upbeat? You what can we do? Who are we gonna beat up? Like, you know no, I you said. can't beat
0: up people. Like, you know what I mean? But Yeah, and it, and it feels good to feel cared for, and I know a lot of people. Yes. They sometimes struggle with feeling feeling cared for. Yes. People can show it. People can express it. But until we actually feel it, it kind of means
1: nothing. Nothing. It's true. Yeah. It's true.
0: And as much as I hate to say that like that, it's It's true. Yeah, it's true. And the it's best true. way we can go about it is really, I feel like it's, instead of writing someone, I feel like it's way better to, well, texting. Writing is really good, but. Hearing it from somebody's voice is what really gets the message across. Yes, I stay tangible for that reason. These are
1: tangible items for that reason. Yeah, Um, I. It's important for me, but I also think it's important to stay grounded in yourself, to believe in yourself, to be confident in yourself, because Mm -hmm. there are times, and there will be. Um, moments in the world world you'll feel beaten down by people because um, you'll come across people who you know you kind of irritate their yeah, demons maybe. or you kind of irritate yeah. them because they, they see something in you that they wish that they could be or do and they haven't grown there yet, yeah. right? But you have and that's not your fault mm-hmm. um, but some people will make you feel a type of way about being who you are and what you're doing and you have to understand that you have to know who you are to not let that affect you. We're human mm-hmm. of course it's going to make you feel a certain way a little bit but yeah. it's swallowed that and get over it yeah. because you are you and there's a purpose for you here that's what you're supposed to do and whatever you're doing regardless if that person see it or not or whatever they don't like it doesn't matter it's gotten you this
0: far and one thing is we got to look at these people and instead instead of noticing it and kind of pushing them off to the side ignoring the haters we got to take those people and uplift them as well because
1: i pray for them yeah and
0: as much as they kind of look down on us they also looking up to us in a way it's a certain aspect admiration yeah that Mm -hmm. that's what it is and it's like we have to be aware of ourselves enough to know if That person's energy, is it really bringing us down, or is this something I could give that person to help them? Because once you help somebody, it's kind of hard to hate you at that point.
1: True, if they want to be helped. Yeah, if they want to be helped. If they want to be helped. Yeah, if they want to be helped. Some people, I'm going
0: to be honest, sometimes that's just a personal purpose. Yeah, some people don't want to be helped. (laughs) Some people want to be a hater, yeah. But as much as you can help, just do your best. And then once you do your best to try to help that person, if they still don't accept it, then that's when you should move on. We shouldn't just... Push them push off to the, to the side. Because that, that breaks them down a little bit more. So if you can uplift them, uplift them. But that's a beautiful if you don't want way to, to go, see it. it I is can't take one. you. It's true. You can take the horse to the water. Well, but you can't
1: make them drinks. <laughs> I can finish that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what I do a lot of times? Um, I was just talking to my husband about this. Discernment is really important. What's discernment? Discernment is when you talk to the Lord, He increases in you that when you walk, when a person walks up to you, Austin, mm-hmm. you'll know right away if this is, A person you should be dealing with or you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. The more you pray, the more you spend time with him. That's how you'll know. And a lot of time we don't spend that time. So therefore, that's how you get confused. People like, oh, I thought that was a real person. I thought they were really cool. I thought they really meant me well. Mm -hmm. But had you been spending time to increase your discernment, your greater judgment, Mm -hmm. then you would have known. You know, you can't win them all, of course. But for the most part, you can dodge a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you ask how my spirituality and religion hits that that is what that is mm-hmm. i've spent so much time with him that now i don't i don't engage in a lot of things that i used to or people that i used to because it. when they step i already know where they're going right i already know who they are and so therefore i keep them at arm's length, I don't dismiss them. Mm-hmm. I don't treat them any different than I would treat anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I also know how to move around them, and that's because the Lord gave me the wisdom to be able to yeah, do that. Yeah,
0: and being a, exactly ahead. being able to just read people. Yes, reading is very
1: people. important yeah, when you're you reading books or
0: people. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And the way you're gonna be able to read people is by reading books. That's people her. are out here and they get mad because they don't understand why all their friends are fake or why yes, all the women yes, they talk that's to what I'm this, about. And everybody is that. And and everybody's against them, but if you took the time to just pick up a book, any book. It yes. don't have to be the books I read. Yes. It don't got to be the books Miss Quanda to read. But it can be any book that you are interested in. And once you pick up the messages involved in the books, through fiction or nonfiction, the author is trying to convey a point in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So as long as you are able to pick up that style that the author is putting down and use it to look, in your real life, you'll be able to read people more and more through the lens that you create from reading different types of books.
1: That's why my subjects too sometimes can be a little different, like for I just wanna write.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The theme of it is is dreams. Mm-hmm. Following your dreams. Mm-hmm. Do not place your dreams in the hand of somebody else and not stay connected. Right. Because people will be like, oh, well, you know, Austin said he could do that for me. But did you ever check up with Austin? Did you ever follow up with Austin and see? And then now you're mad because he didn't do what he said he was going to do. Right. But you didn't stay connected to that. This is mm-hmm. your dream. Yes. You don't hand off your dream to someone else and then expect somebody to blow it up for you. Right.
0: This and, is your dream. Right. And people, I'm sorry to no, you no, you people you off, people push the, uh, the narrative of network this, network that, connect this, connect that. But... It's okay to know these people, but if you're not following Follow- up and staying consistent with then them, then how are
1: they going to help it's you? It's
0: no way they can help you. It's None. And then you can't get mad because they're not going out their way because they have their own separate lives exactly. as well. So we got to be in tune with ourselves enough to know that no, I'm not being annoying by staying in contact with this no. person. I'm staying in contact You're because, proactive. right, exactly. I took the initiative to get to this person. Now it's up to me to build this connection, and then the stronger the connection gets, the less work you have to do exactly for them to help you. But if I just met you on Monday and you expect me to do something for you by Beautiful. Wednesday, I don't really I know I don't you, know like, you that, like that. So you gotta to stay on to top of you. me. You gotta stay on top of me so I know where to fall in place and where I can help you. And in.
1: understand if you if you mesh or not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things don't go together and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes you you don't align with what I'm doing. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. Like for that in there I, I talk about three different people, uh three different kinds of a person that are like some people I know, they just expect somebody to come and give it to them up and give it to them they don't want to do any work right and then i have like other friends i'd be like well i gave it to such and such and they didn't do anything This your dream he don't owe you anything Mm -hmm. right and then we have the third person that's me I want what I want, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I do the research for it, right? you know? And so a lot of times when I first started this, this was very different for me. It took 10 years for that first book just because life was happening. I'm a caregiver to to a couple of people in my family. Um, so And then there wasn't a lot of money, so I had to learn how to make things work, right? Mm -hmm. But in the meanwhile, I'm doing like research. And then when I did research on everything that I needed, I did a price sheet. Right. I started chopping it down. Okay. Everything that I needed. Yeah. Chopping it down, chopping it down, chopping it down. Then next thing you know, I was already here. And then next thing you know, it was time to publish. So I was like, and then on top of that, I had to be creative, have a vision for my book cover. Mm-hmm. I had to write the book. Yeah, Like nobody's going to write it. for. I mean, you, you can hire ghostwriters, but I'm a writer. It's not the same. It's not the
0: same. Like, somebody can write this for me and push it out in my name on the book.
1: Exactly. I want, do you see this? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. i <laughs> a writer. I want to
0: be able to... Bask in my own glory, yes. even if the the even if it don't blow up, even no. if the book don't blow up, even if the podcast don't blow up, I know it was me, me. who started this. You did this. it. You did it. it. Is one by one by one by one it's is building on itself as it goes. What you're
1: doing great, by the way. Thank you so. I much, I started listening it. to a couple of episodes and stuff. So, mm, I'm getting there. Yeah.
0: So I'm like, okay, I appreciate oh it. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, what can I start with? I had I had my iPad, so I'm mm-hmm. like, boom iPad got a microphone. I can record on it. Let's do it. it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. The room was too loud, so let me go to a quieter room. Boom. Found a quieter room. I got the new laptop. So boom. This got a better microphone on it. Let me record on that. Then I'm like, damn. I actually kind of need a <laughs> microphone. So let me invest in myself and get this microphone and take my time to learn how this works and piece this there and piece this there. And then I go, okay. There's, the voice memos ain't working as good as they used to. Two. I can do better on quality because I'm listening to the other podcast. You got to do, you do your film. Of course. You got to watch your film. Because so.
1: I actually have one. Yeah, I you know, got to watch your film.
0: So I'm like, okay, let me see what else I can do. So I do some research. Boom, I can get this app for free. They're not charging me nothing. Mm-hmm. All I got to do is learn how to use it. So That's it. Started with that, and it's building on itself and building on itself. And then I look back at what I did and say, it's not working as this good as it, as it should. Because I got these microphones that we're using right now and I'm thinking they was hooked up to the computer, but they wasn't because I found out that Apple only uses like the way these audio jacks work, is you get you got two prongs or you got three prongs. Okay. Apple only uses or registers headphones with microphones with the three prongs.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, so when I was plugging it in with the two prongs, it was just reading his headphones. So really the thing wasn't working.
1: Oh, that's why he's like, I need to. Yeah, so okay. I figured
0: that out this week and now we're using it and it should be working. Nice. But as I build on and build on, the quality will get better and better and then. My office space had changed. I oh, have my own building. And right now I'm using somebody else's building. I have a old building. But, but people
1: don't understand if you just get started on whatever it is wow. that you want to get started, sometimes it opens up way other doors, so more opportunities, many more doors. bring you more resources. Mm-hmm. You don't really know. And so I, I always tell people just get started. Mm-hmm. Everything doesn't have to be perfect right. at the beginning. Just get started.
0: And it's almost like chest blindness. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so what it is, is like, I think I talked about this last episode. So chess blindness is, uh, these chess players looking at the board. But when people say it's chess not checkers, that means you're looking at multiple moves at once. So right. you're saying, okay, if he make this move, I'll make this move. If he don't make that move, I can make this move. This, this, and that. But they replaying this so much in their head, it can start to create this mental fog within them. And they'll like,
1: and they're blind as exactly what they're looking crazy, at. go crazy and they oh, don't know wow. what they're
0: looking at no more. And so I can relate that to, People planning too much ahead. Yeah, you're looking too far in the future. Too far. You, I want to be here, 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 here. All right, we can't do. We don't know if you can get there, 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 because we don't know what doors are going to open on the way there. I'm glad
1: you talked about that. Yeah. The reason why I'm glad you talked about that. I tell people I said, you could be too inside your head, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. they was like, "Why you said that? I said?" Because I said it's one thing to look for the future. Yes, mm-hmm. plan for it, but be in the now.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: being the now, being the present. And just you know, even though you're planning, and you may have a gift to plan so far ahead, but don't go over there. Right. Like, just stay here, and then do your steps as, as you move. As first, you move, yes. It's
0: easier to grab the plays.
1: And, exactly. And, 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 exactly. And run them.
0: You it, gotta be able to run the plays.
1: It's the truth.
0: Yeah, you. Can, Cause think about it. Even even in the sports world, anybody that's a sports fan, you a sports fan? Uh,
1: not, I follow some sports it's, here and there, okay. like tennis, I'm a tennis fan. Yeah, loser. okay,
0: <laughs> so you can you can practice all you want all weekend, you can practice this strategy, but everything changes when you get in the game, Ooh. you because know, you don't know what they practicing either. You don't. So, even probably in the NFL, they got this whole playbook dedicated to playing this team, but... Once you actually in the moment, things change. Mm-hmm. Not everything changed, but some you gotta things. be able to work on the fly. Yes. So if you're able to adjust on the fly, then life would be way smoother, and you'll feel less frustration when things go wrong. Because That's a lot true. of people they plan, they plan, they plan, they execute, they execute, they execute, they execute, and then boom, some go wrong. Yeah. So now they like oh They're wow. They're not used to
1: the random. Uh-huh. They can't improv. Yeah, can't, I
0: didn't. I didn't yeah. plan for this. Is what yeah. they say. Yeah, didn't plan for it's this. It's true. This, this is something I didn't plan for. So now they. They down longer than they would have been if they was able to go on the fly. Mm -hmm. If they was able to move fluidly.
1: That's yeah.
0: That's yeah. (laughs) That's uh, That's true. mm -hmm. And so you you say you were a rapper. So how has music influenced you throughout your life? Music. Yeah, I want to hear about you how you think about music. How does that affect you?
1: Music is almost like writing for me. Mm -hmm. They are synonymous. They go hand-in-hand because I need music to write. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, too, I'm a daydream girl, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of music that are connected to my daydreams and to dreams back in the day, like when I Mm reminisce. So I love, like, music... Like to the fullest though, like like all kinds of all music. Dramas, all kinds everything. of music. So, yes. So even though rap and jazz are like my first and second, mm-hmm. I'm R and B. I love like oh my god, like I love all kinds of music, like and then elements and I love opera music. I love yeah. like I love <laughs> all kinds of music. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um I'm the type where I'll give you an example. There is well, this is older now because it was like maybe about three or four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. There was a commercial for a LG Signature refrigerator. Okay. The music is exquisite. I cannot tell you. I was so taken aback that I'm so glad we had the rewind feature because yeah. I was like, "Babe, do you hear this? This <laughs> is amazing, right?" And I, I just couldn't get past it. Right. So I went on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I typed in LG Signature Commercial, like the
0: music. I do same thing, yeah. And a
1: lot of people was inquiring about this music. And then they found it. And it was by this guy named Mark Revell. And the song was called Into the New. Mm-hmm. Right, But on YouTube, it had the full version, not just that little tidbit. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it. It is the most exciting piece that I've come across in a long time. Yes. To the point where I reached out to him. I would love to interview you. Yeah, I was like, about this musical piece that you have in this commercial. And he was like, he responded. Yeah, that's I would love to interview. I was like, are you serious? And he was like, yes. Yeah. So I actually... Uh, contacted him, um, I sent him my questions, he responded to all of my questions, and I published it in the paper. People were like, this is so exciting. I yeah. was like, I loved it. Yes. And that's how music inspires me. So I can hear, I, I even listen to certain scores in movies. Mm-hmm. I will pick out scores, like you know how they have certain songs in a movie, and I'm like, oh, I gotta what get is that? that? Right exactly. I gotta get it. Shazam. Thank God for Shazam. Oh my God. Because I'll be like, "Who who does this? It's beautiful. Yes. I then, get excited about any creativeness like that. Yeah, Austin, any type of art,
0: I get so I get so excited when I see yeah. it. If it's drawing, if it's fashion, if it's music, if it's
1: I'll give you another
0: example. I was watching a
1: movie and I saw are you familiar with have you come across Phyllis Wheatley at all?
0: As an actor? No. As a director? She, no. What is she?
1: Okay, so she's a poet. This is from back in the day, like okay. in the eighteen hundreds, okay. eighteen seventeen, something like that. I have to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote. She was a slave. Mm. Okay, and um, this white couple—they uh, needed someone. This guy, he was married to his wife, mm-hmm. and they were slave owners. He wanted someone to keep company to his wife um, while he was away. So he went and looked at the slaves and tried to find the most scrawniest little black girl that yeah. he could find. And he found her. Her name was Phyllis. You know
0: what this sounds like right quick? What? You ever read The Piano Lesson? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. It sound like The yes, Piano Lesson. Yes, it does. Okay, but So going. they
1: found her, right? uh uh-huh. um, He took her home, and then his wife really grew, like, really Super fond of good. her, yeah. right? So what they she taught her how to read and write, and then eventually they gave her their last name, which is Wheatley. Okay. Because, you know, slaves didn't have... Last night, last night, right? they had last so then what happened was she started writing all these beautiful poems, but they were like very intricate about like Christianity because she was very like Christian. She believed in the Lord a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were very intelligent. So they emancipated her and let her go to school.
0: Wow.
1: So she published a book. You know that they said that she couldn't have put, she couldn't have wrote these poems. So there's a whole book on her trial because they wanted her to prove that she wrote these. Right? So, anyway, that's who Phyllis Wheatley is, just to give you a little bit. But I that's saw beautiful. the statue of her in a movie, and the movie was set out of Boston. And I was like, who did that statue? I didn't know that there was a statue of her, right? And I was like, I want to go to Boston and take a picture you with the statue, right? Statue. So, I inquired to find out who did it, and it was always about... Um, so, Boston had, like, a Commonwealth uh, Women Memorial. Okay. Because there were two other statues with Phyllis Wheatley. I didn't know who the other, one, who the other two were. Mm-hmm. Abigail... Uh, Adam or something like that. One of them is the second, um, the second president of the United States wife. Okay. She was a, I think an abolitionist where she was like a, and there was one, um, another one. She was an order. They both basically helped like, Without, like, getting rid of slavery and having women have better rights. Okay. So, those were all those statues. Mm-hmm. So, I reached out because I thought maybe it was three different people who did those statues. No. Nope. Same person. It was this lady named Meredith a Bergman, woman. A woman. Wow. She I is a this. sculptor. Yeah. And apparently, they put out, Boston put out this feeler for sculptors to come. Um, and it was a grant. You had to apply for it to be able to do these sculptures. Yeah. And so they had like a contest for it. And then these, th- like five people beat it out, right? And Meredith was one. And then they had one more contest for this, and she won. It took five years to do that sculpture. Wow. I interviewed her, and I'm about to publish her interview um, next week. Okay. And she even showed me one that she's clir- currently working on for another lady from back in the day who was all about women labor rights called Frances, Claudia Frances or Frances, something like that. I need to okay. figure it out. i but- this. It was amazing. And I reached out to her and she was willing to be interviewed. And I was just like, these are amazing people. I'm like you. I'm curious. Yep.
0: And I just want to know. And I want to know. I gotta know. I gotta know. (laughs) And I reach out
1: to find out. Can I get this interview? (laughs) Who are you? What's your name? All
0: you gotta do is ask. Yes. That's all you gotta do. And people be so scared that. Of getting rejected. Yes. What's, what's so what's, bad about no? Saying no. What's so, well, I'm, if you say no, you say no. That's that's try again. Yeah, because even as a kid, that's something that my dad my dad always tells me and my mom, they say, even when you was a kid, it'd be like, We'll tell you no, but somehow you knew as a two-year-old To go ask again. To go ask again in two hours. <laughs> you come back, come back around the corner like, All right, can I get some? It's G-mo? true, it's true. I just told you no, Yes. But, you got to keep your brain working, and, and that's that's one thing I love to do is always find another way to get it done. Always find a way to yes. get it done. Even if you don't have the resources right now, as long as you attempt to do something, even if it's like the craziest attempt, like me, I went on Instagram and just started DMing celebrities, you know what I'm
1: saying? I do the same.
0: Austin. I just started DMing celebrities. Look up Until <laughs> TV.
1: That is my YouTube channel. I have like hit up so many people just by, and people were like, "Are are you sure?" And the biggest one I had before I had to like take a hiatus yes. was um, I don't know if you ever heard of that TV show called The Big Bang Theory. Yes. Okay, so there's a lady by the name of Alice Anther. She plays one of the uh, Robs. I think mother. Her name is she'd be on a computer and she'd be like yelling that's yeah. alice after she played a man apart the movie okay uh, where she shot the guy on the bench oh. but i got a chance to interview her and she was like getting my highlights." she was yes. my highlight and i wrote her I, I did an interview i went to her house actually where her one of her friend's house and i interviewed her in person yeah and i did her um interview and when i wrote the uh story in the california crusader newspaper she saw it, I sent it to her, and she liked it so much that she added it to her IMDB page. Right. So I was shocked. That was another like notch for me that yeah. I never even knew anything about yeah. in regard to journalism. Mm-hmm. And
0: people, once you shoot the shot, even if you know it's not going to go in, the universe and God see that. Yes. You tried, you attempted. You tried. You knew you wasn't going to be able to get a yes or even a reply, but exactly. you tried it. So it's going to come at you Sooner enough so many yep. different Forms. Ways, yep. yeah, so many different forms. It's gonna, it's gonna come to you, and that's just something I do. I'm like, I will sit in my room. I'm like, man, I want to grow this. I gotta grow it. How I'm gonna do it? I just gotta just, throw you, gotta stuff out it. There. just you gotta get just it. Throw it out there. I'm even throwing you names. Like
1: you should contact Richard Hunt. I just got the Who's, interview on okay. him not too long ago. Okay, just let me know. Oh, sculptor. Oh, okay. African American sculptor. I gotta,
0: cause I, I just said today I needed more male people to interview.
1: He is eighty 87- seven.
0: Oh, I got to get him soon. Still
1: sculpting. Still. Still. He was commissioned by Barack Obama. They are fans of his. He's been a sculptor for a very long time. Started beginning uh, getting accolades in 1959 to now. He just also received the Lifetime Achievement Award.
0: Oh, my God. So that he's a so legend that's sitting
1: in our face that we never even knew about. And I and I came across him by having a piece from a job that I used to work at. They used to give like free things out, like hey, come to the warehouse, pay five dollars to get in, take what you want, type of thing. And people kept passing by this little box, and I was like, why people keep passing by this box? Mm -hmm. So I opened it, and it was this beautiful wood piece with bronze puzzle pieces in it. Like this is how it was sculpted, and it said Richard Hunt, but that was like back in 2011 or 12. And I was like, I said, I'm gonna interview this person one day didn't even know who he was got it fast forward to a couple years ago i'm like i want to know who this is because we moved and i was like my husband was like why you don't put this piece out i was like it's so elaborate and exquisite what am i gonna do mm-hmm. like our stuff is so casual you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and i was like who is this person? and i looked him up and i was like oh my god i'm going to yeah and i shot my shot on instagram Just shoot him. on instagram <laughs> And these he are,
0: say yes. These are people that want their voices heard. They want to be out. And they want to be heard. And they want That's to true. help people. They don't care. We get too caught up in the fact that, oh.
1: They're a celebrity. Yeah, so they
0: just want to talk to the people. Exactly. The bad, but some that, don't do that. Yeah, they just want to. Yeah. That's what, some people yep. don't even do the interviews with the uh, with the other people. Like celebrity like they journalists. Want, they won't do yeah. the big ones. They'll, well, they'll see you and be like, you know what? I want to I talk to part. you. Because you know, they know that where you coming from is so humble and so such a so genuine a
1: a raw place yeah yeah
0: that they are compelled to want to talk to you even more yeah they because why would i go to a celebrity journalist that already did so many celebrities there's nothing unique about this interview anymore but once i go to this person that Hasn't really sparked yet. I can be the one that give them their way. They and we're the people
1: route. that ask the different questions than the, the regular questions that they get. All oh, them pre scripted questions. Yes, so bad. I'm hey, hey you guys. I know you guys listening. Go to Until TV on YouTube. I have different. I'm telling you, the questions that I get. I get complimented on questions because they're like people ask me what kind of shampoo I wear. They was like they don't ask me about my work. They get offended. Yeah. Because you're not caring about what they do. Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, pay attention to them, people just want to be paid attention to as a real person. Because again, jumping up to the celebrity way, once you get to a certain height, people don't treat you like you're a real person anymore. No, they they, they feel like since you got so much of this and so much of that, they pocket watching that they feel like oh you're just not one of us anymore. But these people, once they get to this stardom, the only thing that they really crave is to be treated like a regular. Again. It's true. They just want to be regular. It is more. so true. Yeah. And they want
1: regular conversation. Yeah. They don't want someone hyping them up all the yes. time because they get it so I, much. I
0: already know my stuff her. is good. Yeah. I want to know about you. They want to hear about you exactly. now. They someone want you will to talk express. to you and be
1: like that. Like, yeah. oh, what
0: you doing? Even when I see celebrities around today, you know, because we live in L.A., so it's, mm-hmm. it's easy to come by. I just say, what's up? I mean, if I get a picture, I get a picture. But...
1: My Same here. my
0: initial reaction isn't to ask them for a picture because uh-huh. it's like, I got to think about they day from their perspective. Even if it's not true and they wouldn't mind giving the picture, I don't uh-huh. mind passing the picture up. And now we all, me and him always going to remember the experience. Right. The experience is going to be way more unforgettable to said celebrity.
1: That's true. But also, you have to be, yeah, you exactly have to be somebody to hey, be, some- you have to be somebody that's, um, like not easy to forget. Like you're, yeah, you're not easy to forget. Thank you. So right, much. it's the smile. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, hey, how you doing? And a lot of times, the reason why that's not easy to forget is because a lot of people don't smile
0: mm-hmm. now. They all just you ever looking at you. They don't Nobody smile. Looks so- I was people don't talking- say hi. I just talked about this the last episode. Yes, it's people called- don't say
1: hi. They they're constantly like in their phone. Yeah, the eye contact is yeah. very different. And then the social impact or the social interact is very different.
0: And then once you talk. To them, they look at you like you crazy. Yeah. I'm t- let me bounce this off you there. Right. In the last episode, I talked I called it we are AI. And you know how Ooh. growing up we always talked about like, oh my god, uh robots are gonna take over this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, We are the robots. Ooh. The robots already took over. Yeah, the phone is the robot, the robot don't gotta be up. We directly. call it zombie land. Yeah, that's what we be calling yeah, it. Zombie it's, land. It's not the the phone fo- the robots don't have to be Dictators, like no. actual people, like mm-hmm. we like Terminator or something. Yeah, it don't got to be that. It's already here, and the impact that it has that it has had on us
1: Swarm, swarmed it's, us. It's
0: already so great that yep. they, AI is already taking over. So now we we battling against getting people to interact with people again. It's like for real. Like it's easy to have a social media presence and be an influencer, but most of the time when you see those people in real life. They disconnected stuff. They day. are. Cause they so caught up in the rapture of they, uh, followers and, uh, Computer world analytics Computer and stuff yeah. that they forget that they have, these fans are real and they're For not sure. just generated likes. They're not just right. generated comments. These are real people. It's true. That you wanted this so you don't have to interact with everyone, but at least give an important interaction to the people that you can tell look up to you most. Just give them that little bit of encouragement. Unless they're a stalker. Cause then you kind of Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless they're stalker. Yeah, you do come across them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you don't have
1: to be a celebrity to have a stalker. <laughs> yeah, so
0: unless they're a stalker, you gotta watch out for them people. But if they just somebody that really look up to you and you can be a role model, just be a role model. Yeah. Cause what's the what's the worst that can come from? But
1: it? I also tell people use your use your powers for good. Yeah. You know. Um when you see people going down that road, say, Hey, I want to talk to you. I want right. to see your face. How you doing? Put your phone down. Yeah, let me I tell see. my kids that all the time. Yeah, like, hey, can just... you put your phone down? Please. Stop.
0: It's going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. It's not it, going anywhere. If it deletes, you never knew it mm-hmm. was there anyway. Mm-hmm. It will, whether it stays or goes, if you're not looking at it, it really doesn't matter at all. Because once it's gone, it's gone. It's gone. And if it's there when you get back, it's there when you get back. Yeah. We are real and it
1: is computer is snatching the tangibleness, snatching our compassion, Mm -hmm. snatching our awareness, snatching it's just snatching these things and we're allowing it to Mm -hmm. like I'm like you have to break free. Like sometimes when I go home I actually throw my phone
0: Man. You Somewhere gotta,
1: else and walk away in another gotta room. You treat it
0: like a... Uh, like it's nothing. Like it's... Yeah, that's... Oh, I thought I was the only person to Nope, that. I Sometimes. do that
1: because I'll be like... Because I'll be on it all day. Have you ever been on the phone? And then yeah. you know, an hour pass by and you was <sighs> like, oh my God. Like, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. And I just throw my phone... I will throw it. I have
0: a... I, I got a case on it. I kid you not. I do the same thing. I have I a I don't have no case, it. but I'll throw it on the bed just, yeah, like, that just, that just like that. Just toss like that. Because your brain will register it as... oh. We don't really care for this. Exactly. Exactly. You need to teach your
1: brain how
0: to to disconnect physically. Yes. Just as much as as it is a mental connection, it's a physical connection as well. And the more, the things that we treat with the most affection, we are most drawn to. So if you taking care of your phone so much, oh, where's my phone? Oh, where is that? Let me sit it down. I don't want it to crack. You drop, you say, oh my God, did it break? If you just drop it and say, oh. My mom okay, used to me push me up.
1: with this. She'll say she still do it, but because I'm older, she yeah. knows that I've it's really impacted me. But uh-huh. it's like don't treat something, don't love things way more than the Lord. That's yeah. what she'll say. She said, "Or oh, he'll take it from you. He's a yeah. jealous God. Don't do that." Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. you know, because you ever notice you care about something, the more you be like, Oh, don't scratch my car, yeah. big old scratch. Don't crash this. You in a car accident? <laughs> oh no, that's my favorite shirt. Now it's all torn, torn. on the side." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta
0: understand stay, what you doing, what you're putting out in the it. universe, oh, dude. Man. Uh, <laughs> I think I did lost a lot of clothes. <laughs> I have lost a lot of clothes, and it's like, dang. Yeah, but because you're gone, caring about gone. it too
1: much. But I you ever noticed the one that the one that you throw like your sweatshirt, you throw the most, you can care less. You that that, all the that you all the time in prestige shape too. You can you could have been throwing it all over the place, ran over it with your car by accident, <laughs> your motorcycle. It's all it's closed in the door, got dirt all on it, and then it, you like you wash it, and it still it's still like the same. This dude ain't lost color. No. It ain't lost no
0: no. <laughs>
1: Button the look the string in the hoodie is still there. It, it looks better than all the rest you like. oh don't touch it. Don't do that. Man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's how the universe and the world works, dude. Man, man. That is the one oh, you man. the way you treat like garbage. You be like, if you can hang it up all day, it'll not it be stretched. It's not messed up. I'm, I'm telling you. I
0: can pull around you mean? The, she still look kind like, of like. you good. still got that? You got that in 88. Like you're, you're, <laughs> I still look, but that's how it go, and we gotta be able to detach from the attachment and yes. just be able to connect. There's the difference between attachment and connection. Connection think of it like um oh my god, this just came to my head right now. Think of attachment and connection as a connection to be like a phone charger. Okay. You charge the phone, you plug it in. But it's easy to disconnect, and the phone is charged. So true. Now, same principle. If you attach the charger to the phone, and the phone is all always on a hundred, always on hundred, eventually, the battery life goes away. Wait, it's so true. Not, it goes you, you're away. You too connected. You too, too connected. connected. You too attached. it. you too attached. You You're to attached to it let it breathe a bit.
1: Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. He was like, "Let me write this <laughs> down." <laughs> I like that
0: one. Yeah, that was good. I did it too. oh that, that. Like, What don't you say? You ever say something? i be like... <laughs> I'll be with my
1: friend. I'll be like, you want to put something in a collection plate? Man, I'll be here all day. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs>
0: ain't free. Exactly. But, but yeah. And uh, this is a last piece, so we can, we can wrap up. Okay. Because your time is just as important as mine. Okay. And so, uh, <laughs> would you want to talk about working for the California Crusade? What is that like? So oh, a journalist and a newspaper writer, and this, this,
1: and that. So here's the thing: I started working at California Crusader newspaper in the year 2010. Okay. Um, really, it was funny because before I got that, I was just a self-proclaimed writer. <laughs> I had nothing that said I was a writer. I hadn't right. wrote books yet. Yeah. I hadn't done any of that yet, right? Mm-hmm. And I would had I had nine blogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would write these essays and stuff. And so one day, I decided to go to like a bank Mm -hmm. to open, like, a business account. I don't know for. I hadn't had a business yet. I I just knew knew. that I was like, I'll just charge people to, like, post on my blog. Mm -hmm. Right? That's how I'm thinking. So I meet this lady. Her name is Myesha Scoggins. um, And it was funny because... We hit it off really good and then she was like you look like you belong on the radio. She was like she said I like your personality. Yeah. And the killer part is she had just met me that day and I guess you could tell by the way my response was cuz I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "That's really nice," right? And she was like, "Nah, I know you." She said, "You probably one of those that got to have everything in order in order to start." She was like, "Nah, I'm gonna call you tonight and you're gonna be on the radio." I was like, "Okay." She was like, "No, I for real." I was like, "Okay." And she but I think she could tell that I really was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and she did call that night. Wow. She was on a radio show called Sunset and Gumbo back in the day. Look at that. And she was like um, introducing me to her, co- uh, her co-worker her with the radio. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, her co-host. Yeah. And so I was like, mm, okay. So we started it. And then it was like, did you ever think about being on radio? I was like, no. And I was like, but I did say if I ever wanted to be on a radio, I wanted to create a segment. And he said, okay, well, if you created a segment, what would you call it? And I would call it Until's Book of the Week. Mm-hmm. Because my name is Until. And so Until's Book of the Week. And so he was like, okay, what would that be about? I said, I would just share a book a week, telling you the book that I came across, how much it is, what it's about, and who it's by. That's and how much you can buy it for. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, okay. So I did it. And they loved it. So me and her ended up branching off and getting our own radio show for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, uh, they asked me to record, because I used to be a rapper, right? Yeah. They asked me to record like the intro for me and her's radio show. So mm-hmm. I was like, I can still do that. That's cool. Yeah. Give me some beats. So yeah. I beat. I wrote something, went in the booth, and it was good. But the guy who was doing the beats, he was like, wait a minute. Aren't you the one that do like Until's Book of the Week? And I was like, Yes. And he was, I said, You listen to that? Yeah. And he was like, Yes. I thought my audience was just women. He was like, No, nah, it's very interesting. He said, I know somebody who works at the California Crusader newspaper who would be interested in that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay. He was like, like yeah. So I hit you an email at twelve o'clock. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. you know, I don't care, right? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, these fluffy people, like, I don't believe
0: you. you're not gonna get me hopped up for this,
1: right? So the next day, I'm shopping, I get a ping on my phone, and it's an email from him at noon, like he said, straight like that. Shout out to Wolfgang Amadeus for yeah, real. That's, uh, Wolfgang Productions, the most
0: beautiful name I know, right? He's awesome, he's over there at KB,
1: KBLA, I think. Um, that's sweet, and so but he hit me up. And it was 12 o'clock you noon, know, like he said, gave me the information, told me to hit the lady up. I did. And she, on his word, just gave me a column in her paper. Just straight up. And I called it Book of the Week, right? Wow. And so every, I wrote a Books of the Week, and then I asked her, can I change it to make it synonymous with my radio segment? So I called it Until's Book of the Week column. So that's what it was. And then that's how California Crusaders came about. And I was like, she gave me creative license. Shout out to Vicky Stimon, um, and Thomas Bodie. They all gave me like creative direction to do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I went and got, just like you, mm-hmm. I went and started approaching people that I found interesting that I liked. It mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily celebrity. Yeah. It was like people that I found quite interesting yes, that I was curious about mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yeah. right. And yeah. that's exactly how it came about. And I, I have it. been writing... The whole
0: time? Yeah, I got a segment like that on the podcast called A Minute of Your Time. Oh, and I love it, that name! Uh, yeah, it's called A Minute of Your Time. And it's like, I have it like in season zero. So it's like, it just pops up as like random episodes because I got season one, season two. Uh-huh. And in season zero, I'll just add to it as much as I want. But I just, people that I have these interactions with, I end up just asking them just a few questions. And it takes two minutes, one or two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To hear their response. And it, it makes them feel so good. And then they they get to express... And get asked questions that people don't usually ask them. Ask them all. Oh, yeah. So nice. that's something I've been working
1: I on. I can't wait to hear that.
0: Yeah, it's sweet.
1: I love it.
0: And then if you scroll down, whatever you're looking at, it's it's called A M O Y T. Okay. And then I put featuring the person's name, whoever. Nice. Yeah, I love that. And, and that's what I do on my podcast. And I can just upload them as quick as possible.
1: I love it. Yes. I love, And that's what Until's Book of the Week is. And that's between sweet. my podcast, it'll be like Until's Book of the Week and mm-hmm. it'll just share yeah, like certain. That's sweet. Yeah, I yeah, love that's nice. it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So
0: if you want to close out with uh, a caption of the day or a quote of the day, I mean. Oh. Go ahead.
1: Dreams are meant to be lived <sighs> by Until. And if you want to know anything about Q.S. Simple Treasures and Greetings, LLC, you can go to my website at untilnomore.net. And that's where you can click on the word panoplies, which means a special collection. And uh, you can see all of my books and my uh, one of our, I guess, our customer's favorite uh, product is our dreams are meant to be lived. Oolong tea comprising of strawberry, peppermint and jasmine. Uh, So you guys will enjoy that. Thank you so much for having me. No problem.
0: Anytime.